0: Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, Misunderstood and Overlooked. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson from the Bible that is a true Bible study. Sometimes we read through the Bible and come upon areas that might be hard to understand. Well, this week the preacher will take some of those very areas and enlighten the listener. And often these areas aren't as hard to understand as we make them, and a lot of times they hold exciting and encouraging Bible truths that we can use to grow. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael.
1: They were to walk the ark to where it was to go and the priests were to be on foot now obviously David did not follow that prescription Israel did not follow that prescription and so they decided there was an easier better way to do it um, you know hey the wheel has been invented I mean that may not sound like a big deal but in those days it was so let's put it on a cart but the question comes up where did they get this idea Well, go to 1 Samuel chapter 6. Go to 1 Samuel chapter 6. Where did they get this? Turns out it was a borrowed idea. It was a borrowed idea. And keep in mind, under Saul, the ark was lost. And uh, in fact, there were other occasions where the ark was lost. But in this particular case, the Philistines had the ark of God and... uh, and so now the Philistines, God is, God is cursing the Philistines for having this. It's not theirs. It wasn't theirs to play with or it wasn't a museum piece to amuse them. It was to go back to where it belonged. And so God is plaguing them as a result of having this. The Philistines figured out. They, they go to their shamans. They go to their priests. They go to their holy men and say, look, what do, what do we do? How, how, do we, how do we do this? What do we do to get rid of this thing? And uh, how, how, are, how are we going to handle this situation? And uh, so they are warned here in verse 6. Wherefore, then, do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? When he had wrought wonderfully among them, did they not let the people go and departed? Now, therefore, verse 7, make a new cart. Not just any cart, but a new cart. And uh, so it's sanctified to do this. It's a new one. <clears throat> and take two milk kind and on there hath that uh, on which there hath come no yoke these are two that have not been yoked up before so there's a there's a sort of religious tone to this a sense of sanctification and tie the kind of the cart <coughs> and bring their calves home from them uh, then take the ark of the lord and lay it upon the cart and put the jewels of gold which he return him for a trespass offering in a coffer by the side there, and sent it away that it may go. Now, beyond that, and we're not going to try to read the whole narrative for the sake of time, but, you know, their whole thing was, well, if it, ta- if it, you know, if it takes, takes 84 west, then it means one thing. But if it goes down Franklin Road east, it means something else. You get the idea? If we were to read the rest of the narrative. It's, it's sort of a superstition here. And they're trying to figure out, you know, this, was this really God plaguing us, or was it just chance? But either way, we're not taking any chances. Let's just get rid of this thing. We'll put it on a sanctified cart with sanctified oxen, and uh, you know we'll we'll just we'll just we'll watch where it goes, and then we'll find out you know sort of what the tea leaves say. This is how they're thinking. All right. So the ark makes it back. Now, where did they get the idea for ox cart religion? They got it from the Philistines. They got it from the Philistines. And they were not supposed to be carrying the ark this way. And what seems like a severe judgment for God to kill Uzzah for touching the ark, consider this. The ark was to be covered. The ark was to be borne by the priests on the staves. There was a certain sacredness to holy things. It had to do with God's presence. It had to do with God's holiness. And if God let this go, it was going to go from bad to worse to where instead of one man dying for this conglomerate error, there would be thousands that would die for their lack of respect for the things of God. Another example of this would be Moses smiting the rock the second time. The Lord said to Moses the second, first time, smite the rock. Water comes out. Second time, God says, speak to the rock. You know what that is? That's a picture of Christ. Christ comes the first time. He's he's our rock. Amen? And he is smitten. Crucifixion. Second time. You speak to the rock because the second time he comes, nobody's going to smite him. He will be the smiting stone of the book of Daniel, and he will destroy the the, the forces of the Antichrist that have come up against Israel at the Battle of Armageddon, folks. And what did Moses do in his anger? In his anger toward the people because he had been provoked, he said, must I fetch you water out of this rock? I, by the way, it wasn't him. And he smote the rock in anger. He broke the type, he broke the picture, he disobeyed the Lord, and for that, he didn't get to go into the promised land. Oh, by the way, the water came out. See, people say, well, it really doesn't matter how we do the Lord's work just as long as we get the right results. Moses did the wrong thing, and the water still came out. God, in his mercy, still gave the people water. But Moses was chastened. And that he never got to go into the promised land. The very thing he wanted to. Folks, it does matter how we do God's work. Well, you know, it really doesn't matter. I mean, if if we're living in times where you just got to be a little cooler to get people to kind of go along with it. And let's just be cool. And now the world's telling us how to do church. The pattern of worship is no longer dictated by the scripture, but it's dictated by Barna Poles religious polls that, that find out how the unchurched guy wants it so we can get him in. The young, unchurched guy wants a, a, a beer and a cigarette and pornography if he could get it in church. Some of them do. Where do you stop, folks? It, 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 do, it does matter. It does matter. It, it, it cost Uzzah his life. It cost Moses going into the promised land. And God was making a point with them. He was making a point with them. Say, how bad can it get? How about, how about Aaron with the golden calf and all those that lost their lives over that one? How about the debauchery of the book of Judges where in Judges chapter 17, verse 6, and in Judges chapter 21, verse 25, and you read that book, and, and I remember the first time I read the book of Judges, I had to do a double take at some of the stuff I read. But twice the Lord says it. There was no king in Israel in those days. Every man did that which was what? Right in his own eyes. Every man did that which is right in his own eyes. We're living, our current culture is all about what they call postmodernism. Give you a quick history lesson, real quick one. Premodernism was that... uh, that there was such a thing as truth and it came from God, whichever God you worship, but it came from God. Uh, Modernism was there is such a thing as truth, but we don't necessarily get it from God. God might help us, but we get it through human reason and education and science. Now we're in a period called postmodernism which says there really isn't any absolute truth at all. Pre-modernism failed us. Uh, Modernism failed us. Gave us all these wars and pollution and all these terrible things. And so now we've got post-modernism, which you make your own truth. And truth is whatever you think it is. And therefore, every man does that which is right in his own eyes. And that's why all of our laws now have to drift down to the lowest common denominator. So we can accommodate everybody. Because it's all good. Isn't that the phrase? That's postmodernism, folks. That's where we're at. And you read the book of Judges every man does that which is right in his own eyes. Folks, God's not about that. God's a gracious God, God's a merciful God. But He's very particular about some things when it comes to His holiness. And that's what Uzzah found out the hard way, that's what David found out the hard way that's what moses found out the hard way but in a way it was a mercy because if he'd have let that go and they'd have continued in that path it would have gone from bad to worse to worse to worse and thousands would have had to die let's take our bibles and move on from here go to chapter six a little bit further down and another story in the same chapter starting in verse 11 Chapter 6, verse 11. And the ark of, of the Lord continued in the house of obed the Gittite, three months. And the Lord blessed obed and all his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord hath blessed the house of obed and all that pertaineth unto him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of obed into the city of David with gladness. And it was so that when uh, they that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six, what? Oh, my. Seems we must have gone back to our Bibles and checked something out after Uzzah died. See what happened? The death of Uzzah caused them to stop and say, what went wrong? And someone said, hey, you know what? Let's let's go back to Exodus chapter 25. I think we're doing this wrong.
0: We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth. And it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Misunderstood and Overlooked by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been taken through some of those places in the Bible that seem to be difficult to understand, or maybe they are just completely overlooked. The Bible commands us to study the Word of God, and it's for good reason. Reading and studying the Bible will help us all grow closer to Jesus Christ. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.